Now streaming on Not the Podcast You Deserve. Welcome to episode 136 of Not the Podcast You Deserve. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle, along with Drew with you and supposedly handsome Drew. And this is our now streaming episode where we talk about the stuff that we've been streaming. But first, guys, the news of the week in the world of Hollywood. You guys are gamers more so than me. Gears of War. Was that one of your games you played growing up? I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, the first one for sure, yeah. Netflix announced a Gears of War live action movie and adult animated series. So Interesting. Are we excited about this? I'll say that the aliens and like the monsters in Gears of War kind of reminded me of the Upside Down from Stranger Things. So I could see like those kind of graphics coming into play there. I, I think that could be fun. Well, and speaking of spinoffs, are you all aware there's a Hunger Games spinoff? The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes? Uh, that is the book that was about uh, President Snow, right? And like his... Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a book that came out like last year. I thought we were past the kids in a post-apocalyptic world with special rules that are really just games where they can be killed. It's- Sure. Yeah, I don't know if this is necessary. Well, this, I think, is going to be about, like, young President Snow as he comes up in the world. And apparently, I knew several people that read that book and said that it was really, really good. They liked it a lot. But, of course, Hunger Games will probably find a way to ruin a great story with a bad movie. So, doesn't he? Oh, wow. Doesn't he? Hot sports opinion. (laughs) Maybe Julianne Moore will be in it. Another spinoff? A John Wick spinoff, Drew. (gasps) Yes. Starring Ana de Armas. Called the ballerina. Okay, all right, I'll yeah, bite. And supposedly Keanu Reeves has got a cameo. Of course, I'm excited about that. Maybe I, some Ian McShane. Hmm. Let's hope. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the girl who runs the uh, theater where the ballerinas are at? She's pretty great too. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> the, I I do think that the cool thing about John Wick is the the least you you just don't know anything about what's going on. So I'm kind of hoping they don't un un. Uh, unravel this too far they don't right. they don't peel the curtain back too far if you just give me john wick but with anna de Armas, like i'm cool with that yeah Please. i agree with you there don't don't show me too much of the inner workings i'm down though. yeah like in in uh, the third movie when they're like and now we're going to show you how all the gold coins are made and talk to you yeah. in depth about the economy of assassins and you're like i was it was just cooler when it was <laughs> sure. just a coin yeah. for everything. A drink at an Italian bar or a dead body in your mansion. It, they're all at one coin. It's cooler this way. And then everybody on the count of three, name what Disney animated classic you want to see as a live action remake on three. One, two, Hercules. Three. Hercules. The Russo brothers are making a Hercules. Uh, did you already read this, Drew Helen? You're on top of it this week. The Russo brothers are directing... The live action Hercules. Well, I take over. And they said it's going to be. Oh, sorry, I was going to say I take over the Twitter for one week, and now I suddenly I know things about the <laughs> world. Know Turns out, if you use the internet, you can learn. Yeah, you get a lot of information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they were quoted in saying this will be more experimental than most remakes, which I'm kind of for because I don't, I didn't want just Lion King, but with better graphics. So. Um, or Aladdin, huh. whatever was going on in Aladdin. So I'm uh, the Rooster Brothers. It's in good hands. That's one of my favorite animated classics. I hope James Woods still plays Hades, though. That would be great. <laughs> I think he's got to. Is he still alive? I think he is. Who knows? Who can? Are know? you still alive? Yeah. Are you two still living? 
Westworld was canceled yeah. after season four. They canceled season five. Oh. Kind of bummed about that. I'm about three-fourths of the way through season four of Westworld. So uh, kind of bummed I won't get to see how this thing finishes out. And news that just dropped today, Sean Levy, director of uh, Stranger Things, Free Guy, The Atom Project, uh, also directing Deadpool 3, he's going to direct a Star Wars movie. Oh. Hey. Uh, he's he's right. signed on to direct a Star Wars movie. That's exciting. I think he'll do a great job. I We're going to get into a lot of Star Wars I later. I hope he makes so, a Nimic yeah. movie. I can't wait to see where that character ends up. Yeah, no, that'll be a really good one. <laughs> Did... That'll be a really good Nimic movie, yeah. Did they give any context for what kind of a Star Wars movie he's going to make? Like, no. Is he going to make like Rogue know. One a Star Wars story, or is he going to make Episode Ten? Because yeah, I, I think we we're we're pretty fifty fifty on new release movies. So the Resurrection I, I don't, of, I don't Skywalker. Hope so. of Skywalker. The Resurrection of Skywalker. Um, and then, guys, Black Panther releases this week. Mm. I don't know about you guys. I'm going to see it opening night. Yeah. It has a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. It's pretty big. Uh, before anybody has seen it. So just the critics. Which is... Know. That's awesome. I'm fired yeah, up. Yeah, I was going to say, that's crazy because Neymar is in that movie, and I don't think that character is super interesting. So a quote that Ryan Coogler, the director, gave about Neymar, which really concerns me, he said, Neymar is as strong as Thor, but if he's around water... He's as strong as the Hulk. And like, no. <laughs> First off, no. I don't think that can be true. Well, Secondly, sure hope not. Because I don't want that. Uh, so Namor is an Omega level mutant. He's like the fifth. He's like one of the five most powerful mutants in the world. So like, he, yeah, he's, he's really, really strong. But he he's looks, Aquaman with wings on He his looks street. so stupid in this movie. <laughs> He's getting incredible reviews. Uh, All right, well that's good. I was I was worried because he really does look just so stupid. <laughs> yeah, um, and then I got a bunch of more MCU stuff, but we probably already going too long, so I'll save those for another day. Um, big news, guys! I watched See How They Run, yes. which was released on HBO Max this week, Ooh. and Drew Allen was a big fan of this movie, and I. Did not turn it off before it was over. So take that what you will. You get one high <laughs> praise and one I sat through it. So maybe Crawford, you can split the difference and tell us how you felt about the movie. Okay. I, I have a homework assignment now. I just It was a fun Agatha Christie-ish kind of whodunit murder thing, but uh, didn't really do much for I me. I have two questions. The performances were great. Just two questions for you, Kyle. Mm-hmm. One, why do you hate joy? And two, <laughs> why do you hate me when I show you nothing but love? <laughs> this movie is so fun. I don't know. How- yeah, it, it definitely has a beginning and a middle and an end. And as, I respect it for doing those things. As good movies do. Um, you, you do <laughs> yes. I mean, it does have Sir Ronan uh, in a lead role, right? And I, like, I. Uh, I'm trying to think what you would have a problem with this. I can't even. I can't even like. I just meet you I just in the middle. It. It's better than uh, Death on the Nile for sure. All right, does that better? All right, that's fair. Yeah, uh, Adam Brody was fun. Sam Rockwell's always a good time, but just uh, yeah, didn't do it for me. Maybe I was in a bad mood. Maybe I need to watch it again. Um, and then here's a free plug: Rooftop Cinema isn't paying us to do this, but I the Rooftop Cinema has a bunch of chains all around where they show movies on a rooftop. 
That's a good uh, name for that then. Yep, 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 yep. Makes this sense. one opened in Fort Worth just last week. And uh, my wife took me to go see my favorite rom-com of all time, Crawford. What was the movie? Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy Stupid Love was showing at the rooftop cinema theater. Um, had a great time. That movie is so fantastic. If anyone in the world ever, ever tries to tell me there's a better rom-com than that one, I'll fight that person to the death. That movie is perfect. The, well, it's the, me every, over here, and you know what the answer is. You've got snail mail is not. It's, it's you've got mail. Crazy, stupid love. Um, so it's it's the best rom-com of all time. It was even better on a rooftop. You curled up in a blanket with huge wireless headphones on. Uh, it was a good time. So Is that how you, you watch your, it? Yeah. Yeah, they give you little Bluetooth headphones. And uh, just a bunch of people out there. They had a bunch of food and popcorn and stuff. It was great. That's amazing. What yeah, if it, it was rains? Really fun. Yeah, if it rains, I think you're SOL. But okay. no, clear skies. Well, cool. Clear skies last week, at least. Were they dark because all of the stars were in Crazy Stupid Love on the screen in front of you? Wow. Uh, that's something. Kind of poetic, right? Drew Is Allen, it... what have you been watching this week? <laughs> Did you pause there so that you could edit out my response? No, no, no. I was laying out on you on purpose. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. 100%. Yes. <laughs> that one, I, I was being mean to you on that one. Not my opinion of See How They Run. That gotcha, one was gotcha. just organic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What did I see, Kyle? That's a great question. Uh, one thing I watched was also see how they run because it came out on HBO Max and I liked it so much I decided to watch it again. And guess what? I really, really enjoyed it. it was, I wrote, I wrote many notes down. Oh, this joke had a, this movie had a really good joke. I wrote down in my diary. Um, but the since we've already spent so much time on the incredible uh, second greatest movie of this year. Uh, I'll move on to the other movie I watched, which was Black Adam. I went to the theaters yes. and saw Black Adam. And I, you yes. know what, Kyle, I had planned to meet you in the middle on this movie, but after your scathing <laughs> review of See How They Run, I think I'm going to turn heel here and just badmouth it. No, it was, it was a good DC movie. I mean... It was enjoyable. I love the qualifier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it's good for them. You know? I can't wait to see what James Gunn's going to do with this franchise. Sure. As of right now, it, these movies are just generally dark, and there's a whole bunch of CGI, and it was a, a spectacle, an experience, and they were really good performances and fun parts, and I think they kind of knew what they were making, which is fun. And on the, the uh, top end of the dc realm i'll say him figuring out his catchphrase even though it was yeah. like super like you could see it like yeah, yeah very yeah. cut and dry that made the whole thing for me i was like when he when he killed the guy first and then he goes tell him the man oh <laughs> I, was like, yes. I was just like you this movie wins you win they did they did do a good job of putting character moments in i the the thing that really upset me if we wanted to I, i'm gonna get a little nitpicky here but the intergang Am I supposed? Is that like a big DC villain oh, squad? Because they didn't factor in one time, but they did introduce flight bikes to the world. Sure, yeah, and that factored in a couple times, including one where you just learned that they have cargo space that can hide a human sure. boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that they didn't <laughs> introduce earlier properly. That sounds like it's going to be important. Yeah, well, yeah. you'd think, <laughs> but. I, I that really really upset me to my core that they would introduce 
that scene when he's chasing all the different flying bikes around and blowing them all up. Yeah. I, was, I thought that was a really fun scene. That was a really fun, really yeah. fun five. It was probably three minutes too long, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was good as to see. As far as chase scenes go, yeah, I'm in on that one. Yeah, there you go. And it was good to see an anti-hero that was really more of an anti-villain than anything else. Um, I kind of liked where they took the character and where they left him in the world. I kind of liked that. And then the little after credits cameo was also fun to see, which, you know, we all know about Super, Superman, Super Witcher. Oh, man. I don't so. think Crawford knew about it. Haven't seen it yet. Rowan Crawford plugged his ears last time we talked about it. So about what? Anywho, yeah, we'll uh, what did we talk about? Too much CGI is what we we're talking about. <laughs> I also hate how they have the, the screen is either yellow, red, or blue. Like, that's the color tone. Everything else is mm-hmm. dark. And it's like they choose one color to 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 paint a scene. And that's like, that. I don't know. I'll, I'll get off my soapbox here. Because I feel like I, I didn't want to tirade against The famous RYB it. spectrum, yes. Yeah, Red, but they, they boil it down and simplify it. And they try to make it cool. And somebody on the production team has a texture obsession that I can't... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to step off my... I'm going to cool off. All right. Nice. Crawford, would you like to talk about your now streaming while I... Sure, yeah. While you take a time out and, and recover for a second. Uh, I watched two movies this week. One was Bullet Train, which was available for yes. purchase. So I bought it. And by all of y'all's rave reviews, I was like, I feel like this is a movie I'm going to watch multiple times. And I was correct. <laughs> I yes. will watch this movie multiple <laughs> times. Uh, it is so fun. It's it's a really fun yep. movie, and I hated to see that it got like fifty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. Like people don't know anything because that movie's <laughs> great. <laughs> that movie's yeah. fantastic. It's everything I want out of a movie right now, and you can tell David Leach. It, it's got his fingerprints all over it. Uh, it very much feels kind of like Deadpool two, uh, like random cutscenes. There's so many characters. There's so many story arcs happening some of which only get a few minutes and you're like, okay, well, yeah. this guy's going to be really important now. It's like, no, he's dead. You're like, oh, okay. We Sweet. gave him a whole background and five uh-huh. minute montage. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. Uh, I thought it was really funny. I thought Aaron Taylor Johnson just absolutely crushes it and yeah. he needs to be in more things. Mm-hmm. Um, Amen. Yeah. When he first, I think the first thing I remember him in was kick and yeah. Um, you know, I was like, this kid is really funny, but I don't know that he'll do anything other than this. And yep. then he did uh, Quicksilver, and I was like, all right, kind of the same character, but just more, more fast. And then <laughs> he did Tenet, and I was like, all right, I'm seeing something new here. And then he did Bullet Train, and I'm like, I love this guy. I'm in it forever, so let's do it. Um, He's in a bunch of smaller roles. He did a bunch of small, like, side character stuff in movies for a decade in between yeah. Tenet and the Age of Ultron. Yeah. He's pretty great. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he's one of those characters that, one of those actors that can portray a character well on the side and uh, get audiences to fall in love with him without taking away from the main storyline going on elsewhere. So uh, I think he does a great job. The other movie I watched was Anola Holmes 2 on Netflix. Oh, it's good? <laughs> it's very good. It's very cute. Uh, had a great time. I really enjoyed the first one as well. They bring mm-hmm. back all the people you love. Um, Millie Bobby Brown, 
uh, Helena Bonham Carter, Henry Cavill. I mean, they, they crush it. So it was really cute, really fun. If you're looking for a uh, not going to take too much emotional investment, but still give you a pretty good payoff at the end and you're going to enjoy your hour and a half or whatever, this is a great movie to throw on on a Thursday night and just, you know, relax on the couch. And my wife and I both loved it. So uh, I would give Anola Holmes to 7 out of 10. All right. Anyway, back to Crawford's Corner. So there was finally a trailer for The Whale, and there's not a lot happening in that trailer. Uh, This is a movie with Brendan Fraser that everyone's been talking about forever and ever and ever. You know, he just does so great. He's like 500 pounds. He, uh, you know, has this Oscar buzz performance, and there is nothing going on in that trailer other than a bunch of quotes of people telling you the movie is really good. <laughs> and then one shot of Brendan Fraser, like fat and dying and teary eyed, saying, People are amazing. And you're like, All right, well, you did enough. I'll bite. So I'll go see that. <laughs> Sold. Yeah, that apparently got like a 15 minute standing ovation at whatever Sundance or whatever film festival it premiered at. It's supposed yeah. to be great. Which All accounts means- are that it's fantastic. He's going to win the Oscar. Or like, it's going to go nuts. It's an A24 film, so Drew's going to be all about it. Ooh, okay. Um, the other one, the Glass Onion, I've talked about it previously on Crawford's Corner. This now has an official trailer out, more details uh, surrounding the movie. It still looks fun. It still looks like a giant money grab. I'm still going to watch it. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, there's a new movie called, and I might pronounce this incorrectly because I think it's a French word, Ch- Chavalier. And, it, you know, a young black man in France in like 1800s is like this musical prodigy as he's fighting, you know, prejudiced and, you know, to be up and coming in the world. And then he kind of leads into the student revolutionary revolt and uh, Marie Antoinette is there and many drivers in this movie for some reason. Uh, so it'll be I, I don't know. It looks interesting. Uh, it kind of looks like Les Mis meets Amadeus. Um Oh, a splash of Hamilton about. I don't know. Oh, I'll probably no. see it. Um, and then Disenchanted came out. The trailer for oh, that. Uh, yeah. Enchanted 2. This time it's personal. And <laughs> if you remember, that movie also came out at the same time as No Country for Old Men. And if you're like, that's a really odd thing that you know, Drew. is <laughs> because I went to go see No Country for Old Men, but was too young and tried to sneak into the theater and then was escorted out of that movie (laughs) into the movie that I actually bought a ticket for, which was Enchanted. So if you're wondering why Drew was talking about Enchanted for so long, it's because he has a lot of personal stake in it. And (laughs) Disenchanted looks exactly what you think it is. Fine. Sure. It's going to be the Shrek 2 of Shrek's. (laughs) Shrek 2 of Shrek. Like, you know... make any sense. (laughs) It's going to be exactly like Shrek 2, that you're like, oh, all the same characters and jokes I love from the first one. There's not quite as funny. Cool. Mm. Um, and then lastly, the official trailer for Spirited dropped, yes. not just the teaser, with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. And I liked seeing kind of the nuance they've put on the story, that it's more from the perspective of Ghost of Christmas Present. And he's like, I yeah. can get this guy. Like, come on. Like, let's go, team. Like... 
you know, the ghosts are working in the background to try to win, you know, Christmas joy into the hearts of men. It's like, oh, that's really fun. Yeah. And uh, it gets better every time I see something about it. I, this movie's going to steal my heart this Christmas. I can't wait. This might be the first good Christmas movie in uh, 50 <laughs> years. It could be incredible. I'm fired up for it. You clearly haven't seen A Christmas Train, A Christmas Door, A Christmas Desk, <laughs> or A Christmas Stovetop. Because that one, A Christmas the Stovetop and, and A Christmas Stovetop 2, this time it's for the burners. It, <laughs> really good. I mean, really good. Really good. Or how about A Christmas Podcast? Is that something as a listener Ooh. you would enjoy? If so, please tweet out to us at NTPYD Podcast or email us at NTPYD Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. This is not the podcast you deserve. <laughs>